Hey everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Fashion Sense Finance Mess Podcast, the modern girls and guys guide to financial success while still looking cute on a budget, of course. I am Taylor and our co-host again this week is Lindsay. Hi everyone. This past week over on Instagram and the blog, the Money Tip Tuesday was changing your statements to e-statements. This will save the planet and increase security on your statements. This way, they can't get mailed to the wrong address if you forget to tell your financial institution that you moved. I recapped November goals. I did finish book number 19, started book 20, and honestly, I'm almost done book 20. I put $1,600 towards my car instead of just $600, and I did complete the 30-day core challenge, but unfortunately, I failed at my 15 no-spend days. (laughs) (laughs) yes we tried so hard but I mean the month before Christmas I don't think that was a smart goal I would say you're doing pretty well with all the goals you set for yourself (laughs) I wrote a blog post about not going into debt when it comes to Christmas so go check that out I also want to know what your money goals are for 2021 go leave a comment on what your goal or goals are on Saturday when the post comes out So I did write down two of my 2021 goals today. Um, One of them is to set a sinking fund to get a new phone because unfortunately my iPhone is basically attached to a charger. Mm. And my second one is I want to, I have about a thousand dollars set aside that I guess I would classify as like my emergency savings fund. Mm -hmm. Um, By the end of 2021, I'd like to have it at 3000. So I think those are two that I'm going to focus on for 2021. What about you? Um, I want to keep strong on saving for a down payment. So I've been saving yes. $500 a paycheck. So if I stick with that throughout 2021, that's 12000 I think I'm going to set myself at 10000 just knowing that like, you know, life happens and things come up and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I think if I can save $10,000 throughout next year, that would be awesome. Um, oh my gosh, I'd be so proud of you. I know. I would be very proud of myself. I would like to start um like re I want to re go through my budget I feel like there's some things that I'd be doing better um and actually like you were just saying like an emergency fund I know we've talked about that before and my emergency fund is the money that I have saved for a down payment if anything were to happen right now um so I would like to start saving even if it's just like I don't know like 50 bucks paycheck or 100 bucks paycheck or just something to kind of start growing that um and my third one is actually keeping track rack like I want to start <laughs> making a routine whether it's like Sunday morning or something like that to sit down and go through what I've spent the week before and yeah. just like actually write that out I find writing things out makes me like absorb it a lot better than than just to like look at a statement or something mm-hmm. um, so I want to start start doing that and be consistent with it oh I love those goals thanks this has been years in the making, people. I have been working on her. I can't out of her mouth. You know what, though? Like, I don't even think of these things until, like, they're good questions to ask yourself. Because, mm-hmm. so Taylor sends me, like, a brief rundown of what we're focusing on for the podcast before we do it each, each week or each other week, whenever we're doing it. But, like, I hadn't really sat and asked myself, like, what's my goal in 2021 and like even those I would like to make a little bit more like like break them down like I said initially I was just like I want to save more money for a down payment and I was like no Lindsay this is why you like where you struggle you need to set a number like you need to actually have something you're working towards right so I think I would like to go through those and even like build them out more on like 
how I'm going to achieve those. Oh, we can make a little date night, even if it has to be virtual. And we can go through our goals and have some wine and do stuff like that. That'd be fun. I'm very down. And Yay. Mark and I ordered our, um, we agreed we were buying uh, one another a computer for Christmas this year because yes. neither of us is a functional computer. Um, so we just ordered that like literally an hour ago from Best Buy. Taylor, nice. $300. I got it on. It was on sale. Nice. Split between the two of us. Amazing. So that's coming. So that'll be exciting just to be able to like keep track of those things. And like also, you know, I can do virtual calls with you from a computer and not having my phone balancing on things. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely hard to like do budgeting stuff when you just have an iPhone. It is. I mean, if it is your only option, then you're going to have to find ways to make it work. But yeah. like I definitely, when I sit down and I really need to go through my budget, like I use my laptop. I'm so looking forward to just, like, sitting down at the table with, like, a notebook <laughs> and, a, and a computer in front of me when I do these things instead of trying oh, to do it all know. on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very pumped. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to get into this episode. This episode is going to be why can we talk about sex but not money? We can talk all things boobs, blowjobs, but talking about a budget and what you make is taboo. Mm-hmm. so this should be fun mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna try and break this down into like different sections um i read this chapter in a book and the book is called broke millennial and the chapter was called getting financially naked with your partner so Damn. money can just be a very sh- I don't want to say strange topic, but I mean, growing up, I feel like I was always. It's a private topic. You're taught that it's something you don't talk about. Yeah. Like it's rude to ask like what your parents make or like what your friend makes and stuff like that. What was that? I personally like don't think it's rude to ask someone what they, okay. Maybe like a complete stranger off the street. Like you don't want to go up to them and be like, what do you make? But like friends and family, like I don't think it's, rude to ask them what they make yeah I know um what's that saying my parents would always say it when I was growing up it was like the three things you don't talk about is I think it was religion politics and money that's crazy yeah like they're just like these like controversial like and I agree with you like just asking like if you're just at like a party with someone that, like, maybe you've just met or met, like, a handful of times or something, you're talking and you're just, like, yeah, like, yeah. how much money do you make a year? Like, <laughs> okay, maybe not the time and place, but, like, if you're with a partner and trying to build towards the potential of, like, growing together and, mm-hmm. like, building a life together, like, y- you have to talk about those things. Yeah. But even, like, I find, like, if you're – kind of into someone maybe you're not seeing them they're very like guys are very quick to tell you their number but they won't tell you their salary yeah that's true like it's just so weird it's like just like as society it's something that we're just so used to Mm -hmm. it's like your number is like something like that some people are proud of yeah, but, like, I think whether you make $30,000 or whether you're making $100,000, you know what, if you're working, you're working towards your career and your goals, uh-huh. like, don't be ashamed of what you make. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I think society has given so much into talking about, like, 
sex and all that stuff. Yeah. But money is like something that's pretty important. And honestly, on first dates and stuff for me, I think that would be a topic of conversation because if you can't control your money and you have crazy baggage, I'm not sure I'd want to be a first date, Taylor. Damn girl. Well, you know, day number three. You're not good with your save money. We're for, not going to save it for day gonna... number three. Okay, like maybe number two. Maybe number two. <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna waste my time with someone who just like uh-huh. they're not good with their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not something that I want to be a part of. If you're racking up the credit card debt constantly, like, no, thank you. You know what a good way to segue into that would be on like a first or second date or something is offering to either pay the bill or to pay for yourself, and then like yeah. segueing into like like you're very like money aware and blah blah blah, and like ask them like you know that could be like a good way to kind of open that conversation but yeah for sure it's and I know like you watched me kind of go through that and I would say like I don't know I guess close to a year ago now when Mark and I were having those conversations but it is true like I think that's such a good way to put it is getting financially naked and Mm -hmm. I'm so much more scared than that than I would be to just like actually get naked like sex is scary compared to that like at least in my mind you know what I mean it's which is crazy because like I feel like I'm totally the opposite like I'd be like okay this is what I make these are my expenses that's how much debt I have like yeah have no problem like putting that on the table but I remember you telling me a story I think it like resulted in you crying when you were trying to explain like your financial situation to him and it was just like something that was super super hard for you Mm -hmm. And that is completely the opposite when it comes to me. So it was interesting to see that people really do struggle with yeah, money and telling their significant other if there's problems. I think that where, like, kind of society and, like, the culture that we're in has got to a point where, like, there's a tie or a correlation between what you make and your self-worth if you will or like your your worth in in the world and and whatever Mm -hmm. but I think where hookup culture has gone over the past like few years decades whatever is like it it doesn't like that's like a normal thing now so like sex with a stranger isn't looked at as related to your like reputation in the world if you will whereas I feel like it's still such a strong link between like what you make which is just like it's insane yeah like I know it's hard but you really need to separate your self-worth from like your job and what you make because they're not the same for sure and I think once you start like even going back to that episode that we did on happiness Like, I think Mm -hmm. once you start tying your self-worth to, like, what you're doing in the world and are you happy with what you're doing, like, do you get fulfillment from it? I think that can help you start to detach from the number that's attached to what you you do. And actually, there's something in um, Girl, the book Girl, Wash Your Mm -hmm. Face in a chapter that I actually just read. It was like... You need to focus on what you can control and, like, find your happiness in the things that you can control and not in the things that you can't. Because if you're constantly getting, like, defeated by, say, your salary, but your salary could be dependent on the type of 
job you have. Mm-hmm. Like there are, I guess, ceilings when it comes to certain jobs, but you can't, you can't constantly be focusing on the things that you can't control and you really need to just focus on the things that you can control and for sure hopefully that helps with your happiness and your self-worth for sure like I in my field right now like if I remain in my field I will never make what Mark makes in his ever like that's not even close like I would be lucky to make half of what Mark will be making yeah but it makes you happy exactly and I also like if you were doing Mark's job, would you be happy? No, I would. I would because I'd be it. terrified that I'd like be afraid of electrocuting myself every. Two and seconds. I would be miserable <laughs> working outdoors all year. Whereas he loves that. Like yeah. he would hate being in an office yeah. environment. So like, you know what I mean? What you're doing has to make sense for you. But I'm also fortunate that like I'm with someone who looks at like Mark doesn't look at the difference in what we make. He looks in that I work full time. Mm-hmm. He's like, I work my full-time job and you work your full-time job. Like, as long as you are doing your thing and you're out there and you're working, like, it's it's our combined income at the end of the day. It's not like, well, I make this much. And I think even... Right? But even the pressures from, like, parents and stuff, the same Mm -hmm. thing. Like, sometimes they look at them like, you're only making that. Yeah, Like, (laughs) are you going to get, like, a real job? And it's like, well, no, wait a second. That is my job. Well, and that's what I get so pissed off when people make comment. When I hear parents and stuff make comments like, aren't you going to get a real job? I want to be like, I have what's regarded as a real job. And I make less than I made when I bartended. But like bartending is something that you get like parents yeah. are like, when are you going to get a real job? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, what is yeah. a real job? <laughs> are my bills paid or not? Right. But I think that all comes down to like society yeah. or like the olden days when like your job was what? working crazy hours yeah you needed less of a degree you didn't need as much education and you could still make a hundred thousand dollars well guess what that's not how it works anymore yeah, for sure or just like how different jobs are regarded in the world like yeah. I know that my parents like highly regard Mark's job and rightfully so and even like my grandparents and stuff were like oh great like you know what I mean like trades union blah 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 whatever but at the end of the day it's what makes like Mark enjoys his job like that's the main priority right okay so let's bring it back to just um Maybe we'll dive more into like getting financially naked with your partner. Um, on a scale of like one to 10, how important to you would talking about your finances earlier on in a relationship be? Um, can you define early on? Like I'm talking within the first few months of like getting to know somebody. I think for me, it would depend on whether or not I see myself like staying with that person and starting to build a life with Mm -hmm. that person. I think also as I've aged and just been in the dating world, that also changed. Like I wasn't entertaining the like, oh yeah, we've been seeing each other for a few months, but like it's not going anywhere and like blah, blah, blah. But I'm still continuing to see him kind of thing. Like yeah. I think back then I wouldn't have really cared um, just because like it wasn't relevant, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I would say now within the first couple months, if there's going to be kind of like, you know, some, you think there's going to be a future coming of kind of getting that out on the table 
And I think Mark and I did it Mm -hmm. in stages, to be honest. Like, I don't think we had this, like, one conversation where everything came out. But, like, we started. Yeah. And I don't think that's the way to do it either, though, because that can be extremely overwhelming. For sure. (laughs) And as you know, I get very overwhelmed in those conversations. Yes. (laughs) But I think for, like, we, I think just more so talked about, like, um, like, student debt or, like, like Mark mentioned, um, like his student loans he owes back to his parents whereas I owe my student loans Mm -hmm. back to like literal OSAP like this that we started to have those kind of conversations just being like okay like you do still have loans I still have loans this and that Mm -hmm. credit cards and I think it's really important to know like the financial baggage that each person has because if you do continue the relationship and you get married well guess what it's joint yes exactly (laughs) um So, yeah, I think it took us probably a few months to kind of get through those, like, from when we first started having those conversations to get to the, like, this is the literal number on this, and this is the literal number on this, and this is what I bring in, and this is what I'm paying to the, like, the nitty-gritty of it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like you said, because you're you're building towards a point of where all that's going to be combined. So, like, both of you should be fully Mm -hmm. aware of what the other one's got going on, right? Yeah. And I think there's like two deal breakers for me. One would be <clears throat> they are seriously just really bad at their money. There's probably no changing their habits. And that's just something that I wouldn't want to get into. Like if they just constantly, like I said before, are racking up credit cards and just have a lot of debt, but they don't see that as a problem. I want no mm-hmm. part of it. And a second red flag would be if someone is seriously just always beating around the bush when you ask them direct questions on do they have debt? Are they saving monthly? And if they can't be honest with you, then I don't know. I think that's a super red flag just for a relationship in general, because what else are they not telling you? I know. I forget who I was talking to a few weeks back, but they were telling me about like some thing where they knew someone who was like engaged and they were, like, close mm-hmm. to being married. And then, like, all this stuff came out with the guy. And, like, he had, like, a ton of, like, racked up debt. And, like, his credit was terrible. And this and that. Oh and, blah, blah, blah. and, like, she called off the wedding. Luckily, with, I think, like, a month or, like, less than two months left before they were supposed oh to get married. Goodness. And, like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's scary what people are even capable of lying about sometimes. And sometimes it's like, why are you going to lie about that? Because you know what? If you guys go apply for a mortgage, the truth is going to come out anyways. Because if your credit card score or credit card score, if your credit score is Mm -hmm. terrible and you have all this debt, you're not going to get approved. What's the point in lying? Like, I don't understand. You would wonder if that's like a perk now that like society is more like accepting of people doing those things before they're married like buying a house together mm-hmm. and stuff before you're married yeah like back in the day it was like no like you each lived at home and then you got married and then you bought a house which blows my mind but yeah. you know like you wouldn't catch anything like that or like t- someone with terrible spending habits mm-hmm. your first experience of like living a life together that involves managing money would be like <laughs> as soon like right after you're married <laughs> crazy which is scary actually terrifying and I think just like like spending time with someone and like going out and doing things like I think you quickly will see what their spending habits are like for sure for sure you do and even just like 
I don't know, like, I mean, I live with Mark, so I think it's different, but just even seeing, like, like, I'm aware of when he's, like, paying his bills, and, like, he keeps them organized, and, like, mm-hmm. this or that, like, you notice those things, even being in someone else's space and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, I have a controversial question. Dun, dun, dun. Do you, <laughs> I know keeping secrets is something we kind of just talked about and how you wouldn't want someone keeping secrets from you Mm -hmm. financially but do you think as a woman and even maybe as a man is it bad to have money secretly saved in a separate bank account just in case of a bad breakup if there's abuse or this infidelity I personally wouldn't be secretive about that and I think if you need to be Mm -hmm. secretive about that that's a little bit of a red flag in your relationship that's a good way to put it yeah don't think Mark would have any offense or anything like that of me keeping my own bank account um after Mm -hmm. we were married and just like allotting a certain amount of money to that or whatever and I think the same for him you know life happens and I definitely know of stories where Mm -hmm. people have been very burnt by putting all of their money into a joint account um yes so I don't I think I would do it but I don't think I would be secretive about it yeah I definitely will always keep a separate bank account I think just for my own peace of mind and the fact that I'm slightly Mm -hmm. control free but definitely will always keep some stuff a little bit separate but that's just that's and just I think me. there's like to me and you know what this may change as we get to that point in life and navigate it but in my mind right now like your paycheck each goes into your own account and you move what you need mm-hmm. for your joint life expenses into the joint account yes so like your mortgage mm-hmm. blah 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 like if you've got kids like stuff for like the kids activities and this and that like whatever that number is move in but I don't see anything bad about mm-hmm. keeping like the few hundred dollars or whatever that's left over like in your own account and then because what if you come across them like I don't know what if I decide one day that I really want to buy like a new like nice purse that's like three hundred dollars or something like that you don't mm-hmm. have that like feeling of like it's coming from an account that you share with someone else like you can just yeah. do it you know because it and I feel like if you ever want to buy gifts or something for your significant yeah. other how are you supposed to do There's that a separate space. it's actually really interesting because I've had this conversation like to length with my brother and my brother sees yeah separate accounts as like secrets and mistrust and I I see it as really trust. yeah my brother's just I see it as you're your own Yeah, my brother person. sees it. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe this has changed. It was a few years ago that we talked about it. And my brother is younger than I am for everyone's yeah. disclosure who has been burnt terribly by a bitch of an ex-girlfriend. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Hi, Richard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he sees it as, like, a way to get away with things. Kind of thing. And I don't know if that's just what being cheated on kind of does to, like, ha- your trust and faith that you put into people from the get-go. Yeah. But, you know, like, he sees it as mistrust, yeah. like, like a lack of trust, whereas I view it as, like, as trust. Like, we can be our own separate people and have this yeah. life together and, you know, still trust that you're not making irrational spending decisions. But, you mm-hmm. know, when 
Mark wants to buy like a new pair of nice running shoes or like a tech watch that tracks his stuff or whatever like he can go do that without ever needing to be like concerned that it's coming out of like an account that we both put money into if that makes sense I don't know yeah and I think if you do keep your own bank accounts and you have like a joint one and just do like monthly I don't know money meetings where you kind of just lay out where you are since the last month and if that might help with like the whole like distrusting that yeah was saying where you still kind of get to see what the other person has but like you're not involved with the day-to-day yeah I don't I don't think there's keeping up of the yeah, bank account if that makes sense like there needs to be secrets in it like I think you can be upfront with what's in each of your accounts and, mm-hmm. and this and that like I don't think that's that's a negative thing but you know just still like you said being your own your own person with your own money and and everything like that it's Mm -hmm. interesting that you said even like monthly meetings because I was like scrolling on Pinterest Mark and I went every once in a while we've been very bored during quarantine (laughs) but every (laughs) once in a while we'll find like these lists I usually find them on Pinterest of just like relationship questions and some of them, like, they're very, like, mm-hmm. reflective. It'll just be, like, like this month, like, what were, like, our highs? What were our lows? How can I be a better partner to you this week or this month or something like that? And it's interesting to just even that mm-hmm. from a finance point of view, right? Just be, like, what were, like, yeah. what did we do really well? What could we improve on? And, like, what can I do to show up better for you in this capacity for, like, the next month going forward or something? Like, I think sitting down and communicating is, like, that can't be bad. Unless you're a bad Mm -hmm. communicator. And I think that might also be a way, yeah, and that might also be, like, a good way to maybe rein in on your spending if you guys Mm -hmm. are eating out a lot or maybe you started buying a lot of unnecessary things to just sit down and kind of reflect on the past yeah, month. Yeah, totally. Figure out how you can budget totally. better going yeah. forward. We did this really well. What did we not do great? <clears throat> we, yeah, went for patio drinks because it's been a really nice month for weather, but, like, we went uh, mm-hmm. a few times. We could probably, like, limit that down and enjoy the weather in the backyard with the drinks that we purchased at LCBO that cost less money. Or, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so just staying on the topic of things that you talk about with your significant other, have you guys ever kind of talked about how much you would want to spend on gifts for each other? Are you guys uh, split the bill, bill every single time or does one person pick it up one week or and the other person picks it up the next time you go out? Like, are these things you guys have ever had conversations on or just yeah so if we're gift buying like in exchange for one another kind of thing like a Christmas or something um we usually have a conversation around kind of like a ballpark number um or like a like a max or something um when we go Mm -hmm. out we never split I don't think we've ever split a bill before we usually just kind of take turns pain here and there um but I find that that kind of goes into combination because we both pick up like a lot of other uh, like Mark may have been the last one to buy groceries but then if we went out for dinner and I paid for the dinner bill or something and then maybe like I don't know ordered something for us or something if we go out for dinner again like we just kind of try to stay aware of like who's 
spending what um and just kind of go back and forth but we don't keep like a tally of it like a formal tally or like split evenly down the middle or or anything like that it's kind of just like you get this one I'll get that one yeah and then I think one more question about significant others and money and then I think I kind of want to jump to like friends and money Mm -hmm. because that can be equally as a awkward topic for some even though I think it shouldn't be and it should be something that should be talked about Uh amongst friends but um Oh my gosh, what was the question that I was just going to ask? It definitely just like if you have conversations. Mind. Oh, with friends. Um, the my last question for oh, okay. significant others for you is coming into a relationship where he does make significantly more than probably <laughs> both of us. Combined. Um, what was that like? Like, did you struggle with it at I, first um, when it came to you moving in? Was I it so? And I think I like, still do a little bit. And I think mm-hmm. so for those listening, like I moved into Mark's house. So like he owns the house we live in. Um, and yeah, like obviously our incomes are are different. So I think I still sometimes find myself like where I'm just like I'm in his house if that makes sense, like, just advocating for, like, (laughs) uh, how do I put this, like, like, what I want, like, if we're redoing something, or, like, for example, we redid the bathroom during quarantine or something, you know what I mean, it was, like, if I like this, or I, and he like Mm -hmm. that, we're, like, disagreeing on it, like, I feel, like, this automatic need to, like, be, like, well, it's your house, so, like, whatever you want, or, like, you're the one that buys it, so, like, it's, yeah. it's ultimately what you want kind of thing, so I think I still have some moments of, like, navigating that, and just, you know, trying to also be aware of that, like, we're a team now, and I can, like, say my two cents and, and whatnot, and he's very good about that. Get rid yep, of the green couches. We actually carried those to the curb <laughs> this morning. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, but, yeah, I think I think in some capacities it's, like, like, I'm never going to be able to save the same. Uh, like, if we both went, like, balls mm-hmm. to the wall on what we were trying to save in a month, like, he has more money coming in. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that's it's realistic that he's going to be able to save more or this or that. But I mm-hmm. think it's just having open lines of communication about it. So if you could give somebody like one or two pieces of advice, that's going someone that's going into a relationship where salaries are quite different. Would you have one or two pieces of advice? I think you have to stay focused on what you do. Like if you are working your Mm -hmm. full-time job, like you're, you're doing your hustle. You're, you're like, you're going to work. It's not like you're just sitting on the couch all day watching netflix and then you work like 12 hours a week or 20 yeah like some people we like know. if you're if you're present and you're working hard and you're doing your thing i don't think you should feel like i think that's what you have to stay focused on um mm-hmm. so just kind of if you're saving and say it's only 200 dollars a month well you know what you're saving 200 dollars yeah a month it's what's within you. your means and i think if you're again like with someone who's just being like well you're j- like you don't make enough money for me like well sorry mm-hmm. but it's the suck 
you know, it's a red flag exactly. and you should turn around exactly. and walk it away. And it, again, I think it can be two different things when it's, if you're dating someone who, cause I have one of my close friends, she finds herself in this situation. Um, cause her boyfriend works, um, like seasonally, but so mm-hmm. doesn't work through the winters or whatnot. And I know she struggles with that sometimes because it's like, I, like, can you go find something for this off season? Like I need you to be, to be yeah. trying a little bit more to find some, some type of income for like half of the year. Um, I think that's, that's mm-hmm. a little bit different than like, if you're, you know, working full time, you're doing what you love um, or maybe not what you love, but it's something that you get fulfillment out of. Um, then yeah, if someone's like, yeah. well, it's not enough for me, like, sorry, don't go and get a different job that pays more that you don't enjoy as much to please someone else. They're not worth yeah. that. Okay. So I just want to quickly touch on money and friends. I feel like we could do maybe a whole episode just based on that, but for you and me, I don't think we ever really had the issue of like awkwardness around the money topic I've always been pretty just straightforward with you and I will just ask you what you make what your debt was (laughs) and really any other question that I needed because we were trying to put a a plan together for you and stuff like that I think it was a little bit different for us in the regard that like we talk about like we're specifically talking about money and you were helping me like make a budget and like tackle debts and stuff like that like I haven't had conversations Mm -hmm. like this with my other friends until as of recent until I have felt like I'm not really like I got to that point where I'm just like why am I ashamed of this like I think when I Mm -hmm. was in when we went to Prince Edward County with Sandra and her boyfriend last month like that was the first time I ever told Sandra what I make and that was the first time Sandra ever told me what she made Hmm. But we got into a really, like, just because she knows I do this podcast with you and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And we got into a really open conversation, the mm-hmm. two of us, about trying to save money for a house and this and that and how I'm, what I'm doing and blah, blah, blah. Like, they're not bad conversations mm-hmm. to have. They're just ones that we've been taught not to. Yeah. And I think it's just always been so second nature to me, just like the schooling that I went through and like where I work, that talking about money is what mm-hmm. like our job is. And I never really think about, like, is this going to hurt someone's feelings? Like, did I just hurt you by asking you what you make? Because that's, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think society is stupid. It's crazy. I just, I don't understand the awkwardness. And I think it is really good to have these conversations with your friends because, you know what, if you're saving for a down payment and you know that I've been saving for the down payment with Mm -hmm. the house and everything that's going on, well, okay, we can week but we know that because we know what the other person is financially capable of and what we're trying to do and I think that makes for stronger friendships because you're not going to get mad at me when I say no to dinner and I'm not going to get mad yeah I think we have like you and I have boundaries around that that are more well established than I feel comfortable saying in some other like settings because you and I just talk about that stuff all the time we're very like aware of it but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, I feel like other, like, I wouldn't say no to someone. If someone asked me to go for dinner, I wouldn't be like, no, it's not in my budget this week. Maybe I would now, but I never would have done that before. I would have just been like, no, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm busy that night or like, blah, blah, blah. like, I would have come up with like, just an excuse instead of actually saying yeah. why. 
And I think it's okay if someone's like asked you to do something and you know what, it's not in your mm-hmm. budget, say it's not in your budget. I don't think there should be a stigma I around think that being budgets a bad thing. have been associated with a lack of money. Like, I think when people hear the word budget, they think that it's yeah. like, you need to budget because if you don't, like, there's, you're going into overdraft each month. And that, I, that mm-hmm. is one of the biggest learnings I've gotten out of, like, the last year is just, like, budget doesn't mean I'm in a bad spot. Like, budget doesn't mean I'm trying to make ends meet. You know what I mean? Like, everyone should have a budget. They should, because you need to tell your money where it's going and you yeah, need your exactly. money not to be telling you I think where everyone it's going. Not everyone, but I just hear so many people of this fantasy of like, I want to just like, my goal is to get to a point where like, I can just go out shopping all day and like, not have to worry about the balance on my account. Like, I don't need to check kind of thing. I know. Ooh, that hurts me. Like, <laughs> I feel like even I if I won like the lottery, I'd be making a budget. So I'm like, yeah, like I want to get to a point where like, I can go out and spend things and not be worried about like, that it's like really hurting my like balance my account or blah 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 or whatnot and Mm -hmm. now I hear that and I'm just like no no I think I want to know what's in there you know but again that comes back to the whole thing about it's taboo to talk about money Mm -hmm. you shouldn't talk about money it's okay to talk about sex and stuff like that but yeah don't ask me what I make and even marks on the flip side like as someone who makes a pretty decent wage like Mark's kind of been told like he shouldn't tell people what he makes you know like he like really he's expressed before that like you know concerns about like people thinking like he doesn't deserve that or right because like his trade has a lot of downtime in like the in the trucks and stuff if not a lot's going on or whatnot and it's like you're paid mm-hmm. for the fact that in like 0.001 seconds like you can like a very very bad thing can happen like you're paid for the knowledge that you have to have and the risks it's yeah with your job whether it's down to but you know what I mean like even that like he doesn't mm-hmm. like he doesn't tell people that interesting oh my gosh I feel like we I know talk about it's this crazy ever <laughs> we're already at over 40 minutes so I feel like we need to wrap this podcast episode up soon um I'm just gonna see if there's anything else you might want to talk about or just kind of summarize so what you make what you do as a job does not affect your self-worth you need to base just be happy and do the things that make you happy and ignore other people's opinions because honestly they really don't matter if you're working full-time if you are saving as much as you can you're paying your bills on time mm-hmm. like good yep, for you for sure. and uh i want you to go uh ask your okay. best friend how much they make and start a conversation with them that is your homework if you're listening to this podcast is to go ask your best friend what they make and not make it awkward and start a money conversation so maybe better preface the question with a conversation around this topic <laughs> yeah did you listen to the fashion sense finance mess podcast episode or like, i was listening to this podcast <laughs> and they were talking about how like you shouldn't be embarrassed about like what you make or embarrassed to talk about it and like it's good to have boundaries around spending in your friendship so like you know what are like how much do you make what's your what's your financial status like 
when I ask you to go out to dinner just randomly, like, does that make you uncomfortable? Or, like, are you good? Are you comfortable with that? Yes. See? Yep. Teamwork. Gotta work together as friends. Dream work. <laughs> I'm just so proud of you and just the things that two years ago if you had said them I probably would have dropped dead knock on wood but like I feel like we've come a long way with changing your I think your mindset around money and I still laugh every time I watch the video that your sister took of us on your bed and I'm like a steady income you're like do you want to see my spreadsheets and I'm just like no (laughs) spreadsheets scare me or the other one when you're like um oh my gosh what did you say you're like but like we work Starbucks into my budget, yeah, right? <laughs> and she had like a separate line in her budget for literally just Starbucks, and it was almost yeah, like if that wasn't one in there, things the that makes me happy. And I was like, I have to. This has to be included. You can't take this away from me. Oh my goodness! Well, I can't wait to sit down and redo your budget and look at. Uh, no, I'm excited. But you know what? Doing? I'm gonna try to sit down and do my budget myself, and then send it to you. Instead of you doing it. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. Try. Try is the key word, but I'm Ooh, I try. can't wait. Exactly. Yeah, but exactly. at least you're trying. You have to start somewhere. All right. Well, I'm gonna wrap up this episode. I think if my mom was listening to me record this episode, she'd be a bit confused on if I was really doing a podcast about fashion and finance. Yeah, fair. <laughs> So thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you listening to us ramble on, laughing, and getting off topic once or twice or maybe three times. <laughs> you can find Fashion Sense Finance Mess on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. So head on over to one of those and let us know your feedback on this episode and any topics you would like us to cover in the future. Bye, so thanks again for listening, guys. <laughs>